Blog Talk Radio. This is Ken Danico, three-time Stanley Cup champion of the New Jersey Devils, and you are listening to the hard-hitting Fantasy Jester Show. That's right, everyone. Listen to the Fantasy Jester Show, the hard-hitting Fantasy Jester Show, coming to you live tonight from Jesterville, Leesburg, Florida. How's everybody doing? Boy, what a special show we've got tonight for everybody. Looking forward to this one all damn day, I'll tell you, because it's a special, it's it's really out there for me as far as, listen, first I don't have my co-host, then I don't have, you know, a couple of the support team tonight, then on top of it, we're going live, if you have the opportunity, go over to Facebook, you can go ahead, ask questions over there, fantastic group, but we're going live right now, year-round fantasy football discussion bunch of assholes in there. I'm going to tell you, they're all assholes in there. You hear me? No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. The great group of guys. We have fun time. A lot of people learning. A lot of people giving some great info. Join us over there. You know, before I go ahead and get the show going and so I can read everything, you know, let me get a couple of things out of the way. Uh, for those of you who know Mr. Rogers out there, uh, think of this as the Mr. Rogers moment. You know, uh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Where's Mr. McFeely? Uh, But, no, this is where I transform from Jester Part A to Jester B and so that I can actually see shit that's going on. First, I want to thank 84 Lumber. Fantastic sponsor that brings you to the show. I want to thank Miami Sunglasses bringing you this fantastic show tonight. Holy shit, there's people. Wow. And there's there's a board over here. Folks. Blog Talk Radio for that crystal clear sound bringing you the show. And listen, if you're listening to your podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find the Fantasy Justice Show. We're there. And if we're not, if we're not, something, something's wrong, get back to me. Let me know. Let's get to this. Up on the board, we've got the goat, the jester, and sirloin of pork. <laughs> This week's show, the title says it all. What does it mean? Jester gave us the headline, but wouldn't tell us why. Uh, you know, it, those of you new to this show, we got the write-up here on Blog Talk Radio. I go through that, a little rant, then we get to the show. Those of you that are on Facebook right now, put up your questions. 
get to say hi, whatever you want to do. Uh, and like I said, we'll be getting to the show. Going to break down game by game and also answer any fantasy questions for you folks out there tonight. The GOAT, the GOAT, the Jester, and Sir Orna Pork. Week two, Jester and JT's fantasy football breakdown for each game. Well, close. Almost. We get a do over on that? It was JT, if you notice. Um, there's a correction out there, folks. There will be no JT tonight. You are stuck with me all damn night. You could do worse. All right. Trust me, I've seen them out there. You can do a lot worse. Announcements, what could that be now? Yeah, it seems like they, we always have something brewing. What's up next? Got a big announcement. This is, this, to me, this is great in itself. My, listen, folks, you've, if you're not new to the show, you know, been around a while on Bob Talk now, getting over to social media and everything. And this is absolutely phenomenal. I didn't think anybody'd actually want to see the face. I mean, the beard is gorgeous, but the red. I, listen, I can't believe people are tuning in. Absolutely, thanks so much if you are, and uh, let's have some fun. Find Jester at Facebook, Fantasy Jester, or the Fantastic Football Group year-round fantasy football discussions on Twitter, Fantasy underscore Jester and JT at Fez four three seven. You know, usually this is right about now is when I go ahead on a little bit of a rant. And, you know, I'd really like to go ahead and address the title. It's a little bit part of the rant. You know, first off, you know, people mentioned, what the hell is Sirloin of Pork? I didn't think Loin of Pork would gain as much attention as it did on last week's show. If you didn't hear last week's show, you missed it. And somehow Loin of Pork has gotten pretty famous. Uh, it's a It's a great football Sunday dinner little potatoes around a little applesauce and uh, some broccoli. And it's, it, it's been a hit. So I am sirloin of pork and uh, the jester. Well, we all know that. And the goat, I mean, you know, listen, I listen to Eminem and he's the goat. Uh, maybe uh, I'm the goat in the making. Uh, I, I, uh, maybe that's about it. Cause the, the beard is fabulous. The guests are fabulous. The stats that we give you are fabulous. And you know what? Each and every one of you, even more fabulous because each and every one of you, as I always say, allow me to wrap my life in sports. Thank you so much. Let's get this underway. Let's go ahead first. Like I said, we're going to break down some of these games and I'm going to go over to Facebook. I'm going to answer a couple questions for you folks out there on Facebook, get back and forth. All right. But listen, if you're tuning in tonight, thanks so much. They've got some interesting stuff. Who missed the promo? We still have cereal around here. Who missed that promo yesterday? That was funny as hell. Um, And if you're on Blog Talk Radio, yeah, I just was holding up a Cheerio left over from yesterday's promo. Go check that shit out. Anyway, let's get into it. KC Pittsburgh, you know, folks, listen, let's be honest. If you're a Kelsey owner, uh, shout out to all of you. All right. One catch. I mean, you know, people are asking me. Is there a chemistry problem between him and Mahomes? Shut up. Shut up. First of all, you know what? Let me explain something. For the most part on week one, you know what we learned? We didn't learn a whole hell of a lot, folks, okay? We have an idea of what we learned, but we still don't know yet, okay? Let's be honest about things. But for those asking it, is there a chemistry problem between Kelsey and Mahomes? Shut up. He had six targets. He had one catch. It was Kelsey, actually. 
now this week they do face a defense that gave up two TDs to the tight ends. And, uh, you know, listen, Hunt owners relax. Pittsburgh gave up 177 yards, two touchdowns to Cleveland. And, uh, you know, listen, I'm looking for as far as Kelsey goes, all right, I'm going maybe about seven targets, five catches, 70 yards and a touchdown when I'm looking at him. And, again, I'm looking at Hunt having a nice day. Hill's going to have a decent day. Don't look for that kind of game again out of Hill back-to-back. Going to spread it around a little bit more against the defense that, again, you know, uh, was able to go ahead and play last week and still only tie Cleveland. And we're going to get into uh, Pittsburgh. Ben is actually playing. And one of the things about if you look at Ben Roethlisberger, you look at his home and away splits, you're looking at a guy that, you know, is 66% at home, but on the road, he's 61%. At, at home, he's got an average of 316 yards at home per game. On the road, 254. So he's going to come back. He's going to come back home. And, you know, understand one thing also about Ben. Last year, month to month, he just kept getting better. As the season goes on, he went from 247 at the beginning of the year per game to 264 to 295 to 325. He gets better as the year goes along. And you got to remember one thing. KC was just lit up by Rivers for 424 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, so um, you look at this game, you look at Ben having a good game. You look at at the whole Pittsburgh offense, okay, as far as from uh, Antonio Brown over to Juju over to Connor. And, yes, you are rolling Connor, okay. And a little side note about Le'Veon Bell and his holdout. It's funny. Uh, now, after missing this week, it's going to be $1.7 million he didn't need. Must be nice to not need $1.7 million, isn't it? And uh, the, even, even sadder in that is that you go ahead and you add up all the backs in the backfield. Connor, Jalen Samuels, Stephen Ridley, all together, $1.848 million they will make combined their base. He, he just blew it in two weeks. They make it all season combined. <sighs> Cleveland Saints moving along. Tyrod's on the verge of, you know, great and bust at any time. Let's be honest about this. At any given time, you feel like he, this kid could get it or he could be a bust, okay? And still, you know, he's going to be a fantasy play against the defense that you know, should look better. You know, I mean, Fitz Magic, uh, they made him look like Montana out there. And uh, I don't see that happening. You know, some of the news just breaking, folks, uh, for you out there on Blog Talk Radio. I know a bunch of you in the group already know Josh Gordon to be released on Monday. He was already told he would no longer be with the team. Uh, that was quick and swift this year on him. And the reason why I also bring that up is as I'm talking about a defense that, yes, the Saints should look better, but it's going to be a shootout, folks. So, you know, you've got to roll Jarvis. Jarvis is a big part of the game plan, and now even more so without Gordon uh, and Joku. I look for Njoku to hit the end zone this week, but, uh, you know, I just don't see Cleveland keeping up with a highly motivated Saints team 
you know, the Saints at home, Drew Brees, what he does at 300-yard games and all that stuff. I, I don't have to go into that. We've talked about it frequently on the show. Uh, but, you know, understand one thing. That was an undermanned Tampa defense last week, too. You know, I mean, so, again, you're going to see the Saints do well offensively. But Cleveland has a pretty decent defense. It's their offense isn't going to be able to keep up, though, in, in the dome in a shootout. Kamara, you know, I, I called for 200 total yards and two touchdowns uh, last week. I got 141 and three. So, you know, shoot me on that. Michael Thomas, I said 120 yards, two touchdowns. He got 180 yards and one. So uh, still, I expected that kind of use. And that's going to continue, folks. That kind of use of Michael Thomas. He is a real deal. He is a guy that should be talked about with Odell, with A.B., with Hopkins, and not even go back and think twice about it, all right? So, you know, while Kamara didn't run that much, I expect this week here against this Cleveland defense that Gillisley, who only had three touches last week, look for maybe a little bit more closer to 10 touches as, you know, one of the crazy things, I think the Saints will actually care about the clock a little bit more too. So, you know, when you're trying to make up for uh, bad defense, you might want to try and control the ball a little bit more, fellas. Just saying, just saying. I feel like I'm rolling. I feel like I'm rolling. I feel like I'm going fast. I don't know. This is weird. I have no JT. I'm supposed to be able to like stop, take a sip somewhere. Normally I'm chewing on, you know, I have no, I have no M&Ms right now. Okay. I am lost in the middle of my own damn show. I'm live going, I I want water. I need something to drink. Excuse me. I got to do this. Crazy shit, huh? All right. So anyway, moving along though, as we get to so a couple more games, then I'm going to get over on Facebook, get a couple of your questions over on Facebook. We've got the group over there. If you're not there already, get your asses over there. Year-round fantasy football discussion. Like I said, group people in there, shady cat. No, I'm only kidding. We're good, good people. We have fun times over there. Los Angeles Chargers, Buffalo. Shuffle off to friggin' Buffalo. I'll tell you. Um does Buffalo have a chance? Uh, I, I think the proverbial snowball fits in here, folks. I got to be honest with you. Let's take a look at things, though. Last week, Philip Rivers, four, th- 424, three touchdowns. Okay, I'm looking for maybe about 350 and two this week. Gates last week had two catches uh, on three targets, 16 yards. Not really looking for a big game there, and I'll get into that. Um, I'm looking more towards... Gordon and Austin Eckler. I think Eckler is really just coming along nicely. And, you know, be surprised. Don't be surprised that if he really is a complete split of that backfield with Gordon throughout a good portion of the season, he might actually be, dare I say, the more talented back. Gordon did get uh, 64 yards, 15 carries, no touchdowns. He had nine Catches 13 targets, 102 yards, no touchdowns. And uh, Buffalo gave up three rushing touchdowns last week. So you kind of figure along the lines that this is going to be a rushing game. The Chargers will go ahead. They'll get there. You know, listen, Allen is their main target. 
on offense still. He got 11 targets last week. Don't look for that to change. But they're going to jump ahead uh, rather quick again, like I said. Williams, now I, I mentioned Williams is a guy to start to watch as a second-year receiver, start to get his feet under him. And again, how much can you trust Gates? Moving over to the Buffalo side, listen, how can you be nice about this? You know, people are saying about Josh Allen and should you throw him in there and, you know, you're going to get the young guy killed and all that. Nobody thought that for Aikman. Aikman joined a team that sucked, okay? Did it matter to him? No. But you know what you can't do? You, you go, well, is Josh Allen prepared? I don't know. Hmm. Does Nathan Peterman look prepared, folks? I mean, Jesus Christ. Be honest. Does Nathan Peterman look like an NFL-ready quarterback? Has he ever looked like an NFL-ready quarterback? Let's be honest here. How much worse could Josh Allen really be for this poor Buffalo team? Uh, you got a Buffalo team, Zay Jones teaching, teaching Kelvin where to line up and all. I mean, Zay, Zay's doing three catches on six targets. Eh. Clay, two targets, no catches. Benjamin, seven targets, one catch. They cut Curly. He's gone. Shady last week, seven runs, 22 yards. I mean, it just really is a lackluster performance across the board. And uh, you got to remember one thing. The Chargers held Kareem Hunt to 3.1 a carry. You know, and I, I, I'm not expecting better for a team that, that'll be passing. You know, you can't, you can't expect Shady to be running a lot. They're going to have to be passing. We're going to see what Allen can do. I can promise you one thing, folks. We're going to see what the kid can do under duress for this whole second half of the game. We're going to see what he's going to do against the blitz and how he handles it. We're going to learn a lot about Josh Allen real quick. You know, I'm learning about dry mouth real quick as I'm doing this by myself tonight. Interesting show. Anyway, let's stop for a second. Let's go over here real quick. Say hello, see who's on here. Let's scroll back down to the beginning and see who's here, who might not be here. Who's here? Hi, how you doing, everybody? Over, folks, I'm over now over on the Facebook group. Let's see real quick. Adnan, what up, Jester? Adnan has followed me wherever the fuck I go. I love you, Adnan. Great to have you again, my man. Uh, let's see. Spears, what's up, Spears? Uh, Charles Wright, what's up, Charles? Lamont, a pit master, is watching Honored. Love that, man. Uh, Christine Matisse. Uh, I happen to know her. Yeah, I, I know you. Hi, Jester. Hi, Christine. Lamont says, sup, homie. Sup, homie. All right, John Nor- Northcott. Carson, James White, flex, half-point PPR. With the news about Burkhead, kind of iffy. Um, I'm looking at a big James White. Uh, this week for that flex position, Carson. You got to remember one thing about Chris Carson. I'm going to go. I'm going to be getting into the uh, Seattle game in a little bit. Penny, the rookie, is seeing already split work with him. Okay, and he hasn't even had a chance to prove himself in a game that really you got to remember is Seattle and the matchup. And then you think about what the 
New England strategy will be. And I'm going to get into that later on. Uh, That's one of the games that obviously I'll be breaking down. But uh, how they're going to use the game and how they're going to attack the Jaguars, in my opinion, or at least how I would in this game, I'll be talking about that later on. So that's a great question. But off the off the rip, I got to say, I, I go James White in that flex. Uh, Lamont Pitmaster, Carlisle. Jesus, good God, him and his Chiefs are making me sick. You, you and Headley. Folks, if you ever run into uh, Lamont Carlisle or Doug Headley, just yell out, go Raiders, anything. Just be obnoxious to them because they're obnoxious about their team. And he's, Anthony's watching. What's up, Anthony? Bob is watching. Um, I have no idea why this went black. Anybody else know why this went black? Can you still see me out there? Folks, if you're on Facebook, let me know if you can still see me because my screen on here went black. That's funny as hell. Um, just let me know real quick. Somebody on Facebook, let me know if you can see me. I'll get back to answering the questions on Facebook if I'm still live and you can see me. Can you see me, folks? How's everybody doing? You tell me. Oh, there you are. Nope. Hey, this is stuff that goes on live, folks, on Blog Talk Radio. Got my crystal clear sound as I'm sitting there trying to figure shit out. This is our first time live on the Fantasy Justice Show coming to you live. So, all right. So back to this. You're not ready for number 15 still. Oh, kill me. Kill me, kill me. Adnan, with Fournette probably on the shelf this week, do you think Steelers will give Jalen Samuels some playing time? Connor can't live. Uh, Seymour. Seymour. Okay. So he asked, do you think the Steelers will give Jalen Samuels some playing time? Connor can't live one with 30 carries plus each week. Safe to plug him in a flex, 14-team point PPR. You know what, Adnan? Hit me up later on on that one because I want to see what else is available to you. I'm not really crazy about Samuels even. Connor, Connor, Connor's the fair hair boy right now. They love him, and they're going to make him into a star just to prove. See, you got to remember one thing, and this is Le'Veon Bell forgot about something okay when he's missed time they do well he's forgotten that part and and you know what they're going to continue to make sure to make a point to him that we don't need you we can make any running back a star so seeing Jalen Samuels a lot uh, I don't think so at least not yet until you know when you do when you see Connor starting to slow down that, that's when you might see him. Not yet. They're making a point. Is Gordon going to do anything this season? <clears throat> yeah, he's going to do something. He's going to go back to drinking probably, the poor bastard. No, I don't know. Um, Got to be honest with you. Um, I don't see it. I, I really don't see it. He's got some issues. I mean, God bless him. He's trying. He's trying. He's got demons that he's trying to work out. Okay? And, and you know, Imagine having demons that you're trying to work out while you've got the periscope of the world and social media on your ass. So, you know, I'm not seeing anything. I think maybe we'll see Gordon possibly pop up. But as far as being effective, somebody that you should pick up, I, I severely doubt it. 
Bob says, what's up? Anthony, you're the man, Jester. No, you're the man, Anthony. Thanks so much. Doing great, bro. Thanks, Lamont. I have no, I have no freaking clue. I know, I know this end. See, over here, I know that shit real well. Uh, I do this every week, and I've been doing it for a couple of years now. Over here, I know I'm new to you guys, and hi, how you doing? I couldn't tell you. I hope I'm doing good. Uh, Preston, NWO Wolfpack Ride, too sweet. Yeah, um, Jimmy Hart's a great guy. Love the man to death, uh, and uh, all my wrestling friends out there. You take a drink or a break whenever you need to. Thank you. Avi's watching. Avi, great man. Great to have you here. Um, another knowledgeable person. If you're in the group year-round fantasy football discussion, there's a bunch of great knowledgeable people in the group. Avi's one of them. Avi asked Corey Davis versus the Texans, Cooper Cup versus the Cardinals, or Galladay versus the Niners. Interesting, 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 Avi. They all, right now, uh, are seeing the most targets on their team. Galladay is seeing the most snaps on his team, second in targets. Uh, Davis is by far uh, the uh, biggest uh, target right now in Tennessee. Uh, I go into the breakdown on that. I'd have to say, uh, and Cooper Cup is just a regular, uh, a regular PPR magnet. Uh, Avi, that's probably the biggest thing I'm assuming this is PPR Let me know, I'll go down through some of the breakdown Let me know uh, if that's PPR or not But if it is uh, I'm going to have to say Galladay I'd have to go Galladay Because it's more the the most likely Higher scoring game uh, Cardinals, I'm not expecting a high-scoring game. I expect that way to have to let off the gas there. Uh, Tennessee and the Texans, uh, again, not really see it. I, I, I just think Galladay's the play there. Shane, after Stafford's awful week one performance, do you stick with him or do you roll the dice and go with Goff? Listen, Goff is Goff. Is Goff. Goff is, you know what Goff is? Goff is a very good, solid above average quarterback. So uh, you have your A listers and you have your average guys, your game managers. He's about a B. He's about a B plus. Okay. Uh, He's a guy that isn't going to go out there and blow the doors off your stats. He he is, uh, he's steady as he goes. Okay. Now Stafford after last week, personally, I don't sit Stafford for Goff. At any given time. And I think especially after last week, you're going to see a young man, you know, one of the best breakdowns I saw on, uh, on Stafford was this, they were showing how he would make the initial read as he came up to the line, he'd get down, grab the ball and never look to make that secondary read right off the snap. He was going with that pre-snap read and then just going back and going with that read that he saw without seeing what the adjustment was post-snap. And uh, it it was something that probably just, you know, you're playing for a new coach. There's all this expectations on you. It was silly 
mistakes that he was making, I can promise you he won't make again this week. And I'll be going ahead giving the Detroit breakdown in a little bit on that, folks. Let's go real quick. Let's do one more. Uh, James, or Lewis, you're the man. No, James, you are. Thanks so much for tuning in. James is watching. Todd is watching. Good guys. Great to see you. Bob, Bob with your Eagles, E-A-G-E-L-E-A-G-L-E-S, M-O-U-S-E. Um, go to H-E-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L. Fly there. Fly to hell. Fly. Uh, Charles Wright, can't see you. No, I can't see you, Charles. Charles, where are you? I can't see you. Um, Michelle, nope, can't see you. I, we hear you, but no visual. Okay, see, we got it back. Um, aren't you glad you got me back? It wasn't a better black screen? I wouldn't blame you. Shit. All right, let's get back to the breakdown. We'll get back. Everybody saying hi, and there you go, and all that stuff. We'll get back to the breakdown. I'll answer the questions in a little bit. I'm going to take a sip, get back to the the game-by-game here. You're listening to the Fantasy Jester Show on Blog Talk Radio. Just figured I'd throw that in. I got to do sponsor stuff. If you're out there later on, I got to run a commercial and all that stuff later on. I'll say hi during the commercial. Carolina, last week, Cam show. We had the Cam show and the fashion show, okay? Seems like he puts more work into the fashion show, if you ask me, than he does actually uh, throwing and learning how to throw a football properly to the weapons that he does have around him. You know, since 2011, Cam is second in the NFL in rushing touchdowns to Marshawn Lynch, uh, 55 to 59. Interesting fact, I uh, as I was going through research and whatnot, found out about Cam that, you know, he's, he is a rushing fool and uh, 55 touchdowns. Oh, since 2011 puts him second folks. Anyway, um, Cam Newton last week, 17 of 26, 161 glorious passing yards. Gotta love that. If you're a fantasy owner of him, pause for effect rushing, 13 yards, 58, uh, 13 rushes, 58 yards, one touchdown. Got you a little bit, didn't it? (sighs) McCaffrey, 10 rushes, 50 yards, six catches on nine attempts, on nine targets, 45 yards, zero touchdowns. McCaffrey lovers, wasn't that great too? Uh, C.J. Anderson, seven rush yards, 35. And listen, I'm going down the whole list of uh, what they didn't do offensively here, okay? And I, I got to – listen, there's a kid that's going to be on this team now that Olsen's gone. And people are really concerned about what's going to happen to the offense. I, I never really thought of the Carolina offense as a juggernaut that, wow, what's going to happen? But I will tell you this, folks, you know, Ian Thomas is six foot four at 260 and does a four six forty. Now, that's probably pretty good to get yourself open in the, in the red zone, I believe, and it will be. He was uh, two for two uh, last week in his catches, not a lot of yardage. But you got to understand, this is a young kid that in his senior year was when he really started playing tight end. He played nine games, and in those nine games, 25 yards, uh, 25 catches for 376 yards and five touchdowns as he's just starting to learn the position. The kid is used to adversity. 
he, you know, this was supposed to be uh, Olsen's year, one of his last years, and the ball's going to go to him, and, and Thomas would have some time to get used to the offense and all that. The kids used to adversity. You got to remember, like I said, just picked up the tight end position as a, a, as a junior and a senior. Now you look back on this kid's life, wow, his mom died when he was nine, liver and kidney failure. His dad died a year later when he was 10. This is a young man used to adversity. I would not sleep on Ian Thomas. Funchess is Funchess. I mean, he, he's, he's a number two playing the number one spot, okay, um, until DJ Moore does what he's supposed to do as a first-round pick. And last week, we got one rush. Uh, I, 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 I just I, I don't get it. DJ Moore should be used, folks. When Steve Smith former wide receiver says this is the first wide receiver that they have had in Carolina since I've been there. That says a lot about DJ Moore and well, some of the other receivers there. So I'd like to see, and you probably are going to have to see some more passing this week against Atlanta because Atlanta might actually find the end zone folks. Atlanta, no Defonta Freeman, now, some reports are saying two to three weeks. Other reports are currently saying three to four. And so I go two to four on it. You already know it, that he's going to be out. I'm just letting you know how long for. Tevin Coleman is the uh, replacement there. People have asked me about Edo Smith or Brian Hill. And, and, you know, here's the thing about Edo Smith for you guys and ladies. Decent back, I wouldn't expect phenomenal because here's his problem. And and you can't have this problem in the NFL because they're really fast there. I don't know if you guys know. They're very fast players. And his problem is, A, he's not explosive. That's not a good thing. And, B, when he gets it, he's not decisive. He's busy dancing, looking around. So you can't be – indecisive and you can't not be slow of foot and expect to do well as a running back in the NFL. Julio, 19 targets last week, caught 10 passes, 169. Julio, Julio doing Julio things, but here's the best part. How do you do all that? How do you do all that? You get 10 catches, one 69, not a touchdown, not one. If you owned him, you know this. Expect that to change this week. Expect Julio to get in the end zone. Expect some red zone problems to be fixed. Or I'm going to tell you right now, they're going to fix the offensive coordinator problem there real quick. Hooper, I expect to see Hooper in the end zone this week. As well, folks. Miami Jets. Here's a good one for you, folks. Okay. Miami versus the Jets. And, you know, before I get into this, before I get into this, I just want to give a side note about Sam Darnold. For all you people out there that don't know, I'm a giant fan and dare I say something nice about a Jet. But I have to. There's a kid, 21 years old, 21 years old, and he's on the road. Very first pass, 
and he throws an interception. Imagine what that's like. Just imagine. Just try. And then he comes back and leads his team to victory on the road as uh, the defense is really helping him out. Uh, and the the running the running defense uh, of the Lions made Isaiah Crowell look like Saquon Barkley. Ten rushes, 102 yards, two touchdowns. Now, understand one thing. Miami gave up 4.7 to Deion Lewis. Powell, 12 rushes, 60 yards. Again, guy that you're going to look for. Robbie Anderson, one catch, 41 yards, one touchdown. He burned them once down the sideline. Quincy Anunua, though, is obviously the guy that, you, if he's still on your waiver, he shouldn't be. It's quite clear that him and Donald have a, have a rapport, and that should continue. Even when Curse comes back, okay, and, and there's a chance that he might be back this week, but not 100%. Uh, even with that, you got to figure Anunua is still going to be in a PPR league, the guy that you want to go get. Now, Miami last week played Tennessee, and Tannehill had a fair game, 230, two touchdowns, but those two interceptions, uh, still working out some of that offense now with the new, you know, Parker was missing. Now Parker might be back. Stills, like I told people before the season, we heard it on Fins on Fins with Ryan and JT, where Stills was going to fill the role of juice. We knew this before the season started. We tried to tell everybody that we could that Stills was going to be the guy taking all of Landry's touches, two touchdowns, 106 yards last week. Don't look for that to change in this matchup. Amendola, four for six, 26 yards of limited use. Gesicki is the guy that I expect to step up this week. I want, I'm going to see a guy this week in Gesicki where he goes ahead, gets at least, I'm calling for one touchdown for Gesicki this week. Drake and Gore splitting it up. Gore, don't sleep on the old guy. 6.8 per carry versus 3.4 for Drake. And that'll be something to watch as last week, Drake out-touched him 14 to 9. And uh, I, I expect that to stay pretty close to around that kind of a split where Gore is going to see his touches and just be enough to make Drake owners want to pull their hair out if they had any. Philadelphia. Philadelphia leaves a bitter taste in my mouth. It just, it just does. Tampa fits magic. Good matchup. You know what? Maybe this is the time to go ahead on on the screen. Uh, You know what? We'll hold up on this matchup. Let's get back to the screen. I was enjoying the screen more than having to talk about the Philly matchup. I can do that. It's my show. It's my name. It's me. See? Me. Anyway, Cousins are luck this week. Um, Let's see. I got Indy versus Washington. And I've got Cousins versus Green Bay. Push. 
off the rip, off the top of my head, I'm going to go push because Andrew Luck looks like Andrew Luck. I mean, let's be honest, 319, two touchdowns, one interception. T.Y. looks like T.Y. does when, when, he, when he's with Luck. Actually, T.Y. looked a little sub-T.Y. He's normally a guy that is upper 50s percentage-wise and catching, and he was at 45.5 in the past game. So, um, actually, uh, I still see, though, this team here is not a running team. Mac might be back. Might, I'm hearing that he likely will be. But how much of a running attack do you expect to go through him? Again, I see India as the passing team against the Washington team that, you know, is going to move the ball, uh, and we'll get to that matchup. Minnesota against Green Bay, you know, uh, again, I'm seeing a game where we're going to see a little bit more ball control, trying to keep the ball out of Rodgers' hands. I, I see a big running game out of Minnesota, passing more when they have to. Try and keep that, that that Green Bay offense off the field. So I'm going to go luck in that one. Uh, Bob, yes, I'm back. Todd, yes, I'm back. Anthony, all good. Nope. Uh, James, you're back. Okay. Uh, Samuels has no appeal for a couple more weeks. Still his work. They're rookies and slow. Exactly. Michael, uh, what's up, brother? Snuck away to watch your sweet mouth for a couple minutes. What's going on? Um... Lamont, Ricky Seals-Jones is still my sleeper tight end this year. I'm sticking with him. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, they, they, they're going to, once they make that change, and I'll be talking about that in a little bit uh, for Rosen, and uh, actually they should. Uh, Bradford looked lost. Bradford looked terrible, and I don't normally see that out of Bradford. He just – I don't know if it's bad coaching. I don't know. That team just didn't look right. And now DJ is back. is a little – his back is in because he's carrying the damn team. Anyway, but, yeah, I'm still with you. Ricky Seals-Jones, you got him on your bench. You should hold on to him. I could see him coming on as the season goes on. Uh, Todd, just came across my screen that – Cleveland is taking calls for Gordon before releasing on Monday. This after he said that he'd been released. Okay, so they're going to take calls. I still, I don't care. I mean, short of ending up on New England, does anybody really think that he's going to have any fantasy relevance, period? Uh, You're going to keep the beard all season? James uh, asked about the beard and thoughts on Baltimore's uh, John Brown. Folks, 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 forget the friggin' beard for a second. I'll get back to the beard. John Brown is a guy that last year I was big on him, said he's a big talent if he could stay on. John Brown this year, since the beginning of preseason, since the beginning of camp, John Brown, okay, has been able to hook up with Flacco. That has not stopped. I don't expect it to stop, okay? John Brown, he's not a wide receiver one, but I'm going to tell you one thing. There's going to be times he's going to be a wide receiver two, definitely a wide receiver and a three and a flex play at any, at, on any given week because he is a weapon when he's healthy. Lanunor or Mike Williams over Cooper PPR plus yardage bonus. And then Lucker Cousins again. Uh, I gave my answer on Lucker Cousins. We're going luck. Lanunor or Mike Williams over... Cooper, plus, yeah, you know what? 
when your coach calls you out. Let's see if you get the ball to Cooper. I'm still – I got Cooper on hold. I have Cooper on two teams, I think. And I've got him on the bench in both until I see that Carr can get the ball there. And uh, so far, I haven't seen it last year, this year. I haven't seen Cooper look interested. I don't know how I'm supposed to like Cooper at all. So uh, I pretty much take my fat ass over Cooper right now. A new and more Mike Williams over him. Yeah, I pretty much I, 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 you have to go a new and newer just simply because of the volume he's going to see greater than Mike Williams is going to see. Debating on picking up Bolt, uh, Buck Vulture Allen as a Collins owner isn't it isn't sitting well with me seeing Buck Allen out touch him and out scoring, quite frankly. Do I grab? Not really. I hate the. I haven't liked the Baltimore running back since Rice was there, to be honest with you, folks. I wouldn't waste it. You know what he is. See, you're talking about a guy that you know what he is. We know what Buck Allen is. Go grab yourself somebody off the bench, okay? that still has something to prove that you haven't seen. Somebody that still might have upside. You know what Buck Allen is. And we can give you a buck for Allen. Gordon being released. What player besides Landry is a good pick? You got to remember one thing. I I said Njoku from the beginning, and and that's not going to change, okay? And... um, Trying to think of the kid's name, Antonio begins with a C. Callaway, Callaway is the guy to go ahead and uh, definitely now with Gordon out of his way, he was a kid that in preseason showed some ability. He'd be a guy that I think would be a pretty good uh, grab. He's probably on the waiver wire right now because you can't run juice the whole year. You're not going to be able to run through your offense strictly through juice the whole year through Jarvis Landry. And, uh, again, Njoku's a solid pick and will be a solid red zone target. Even more so now with Gordon gone. you got to remember, they don't have height. They need height for that red zone, and that's going to be Njoku, folks. Um, Lamont, 15 people on stream right now. Please give a thumbs up. I feed because it helps. Yeah, folks, um, 15 people on the stream right now. Please give thumbs up during the live feed because it helps us more during the live stream. Feeding, Okay, all that stuff. Uh, I have no idea. I have, like away, here, like, like, hey, listen, stick your tongue out at me. I don't care. Have fun. Did you eat a Smurf bra? For, if I had a penny for every time I've heard that, now he's getting How long does Bell hold out? Oh, let me grab my magic eight ball here. I don't know. Let me get serious about Le'Veon Bell. Seriously, though, Le'Veon Bell, when? You know what? He's going to play it smart. He doesn't have to come back until, what is it, week 10? That's when you're going to see him. Why? Listen, apparently he's not giving a shit about the money. He just kissed 1.7 goodbye. Like it was nothing. Must be nice. 
He kissed 1.7 goodbye. What else is going to happen? He's going to wait. He's going to wait so that he gets a good paycheck. He's going to come there, and he's going to get his ass kicked uh, by his team. Listen, we all heard Jeff Cross. If you're new to the show, go back, listen to a Jeff Cross edition. Now, those of you new, okay, I get some phenomenal guests, and then we get even better stories from and a former Miami Dolphins defensive end told the story about the player that they wanted to get even with, and they taped him naked to a goalpost and then sprinkled itching powder. Well, use your imagination. And a fantastic story by Jeff and some of the other people. We've had some fantastic guests. If you're tuning in for the first time, whether on Blog Talk Radio or the year-round fantasy football discussion. We're doing the live feed for the first time. Thanks, everybody, for joining, or whether you're watching it live, whether you're watching it after. Thanks. The goat, the jester, sirloin of pork. You know what, folks? I need a break. Let's take a commercial, and I'll be back right after we pay some bills. Miami Sunglasses. Whether you are starting a small business hosting a fundraiser, or have had a store for years. Miami Sunglasses is your direct source for quality wholesale sunglasses at the best prices. With over 800 styles to choose from, there is something for everyone. Check out their low prices today. That's Miami Sunglasses. I'm Arturo Freeman, former NFL player, defensive back, and I listen to the Fantasy Gesture. JT, what's up, JT? And, and Joe Jr. JT and Joe Jr., where are y'all at? Why are y'all not here right now? Why are y'all not here. supporting the Jags right See, now? They should be here right they here with my They need to be at practice right now. Hi, this is Bob Tewksbury, former Major League pitcher and author of 90% Mental, and you've been listening to Jester Fantasy, or Fantasy Jester, shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, you could, you, could, you could use that. You could. Can I? I might. Yeah. It's all right with there you. There you go. No, I think it'd be funny. Thanks for joining us, and we're out. Catch you next week.